welcome to IDGen TV. Today we have with us Dr. Kiko Suarez, Vice President for Higher Education and Workforce Development at Territorium. Kiko, welcome. Thank you, George. You know, it's always inspiring to see you and to watch and see everything that you're doing to change the world. And to kick off this interview, I'd like to ask you a little bit about your current role this game-changing role and responsibility at Territorium. Happy to do it. So as, as you know, originally I got into education here in the United States through Lumina Foundation. And I was there the Vice President of Innovation for a few years, but you know, in recent times, I just actually, basically two months ago, I joined an education technology company called Territorium and my role is to help them grow in the US. They have uh, incredible technology that will help students present themselves to the job market with a digital wallet, with all the skills and competencies they acquire in college. Uh, we call this uh, a comprehensive learner record. You can imagine that as like a, an extended transcript where you have more than just courses and uh, grades, but you actually have the competencies and skills that you have learned during your uh, college journey. And that's what we do. There are other products there, but this is mainly what we're gonna be doing in the US. So I'm very excited about it. And you know, we can think of no one, absolutely no one who would do a better job at that than you, Kiko, especially you mentioned your roles, your previous roles at Lumina, et cetera. I mean, you've had an opportunity to really build this resume as a true game changer. And so your mission at Territorium is basically to unleash the power of learning through technology. Can you share with our global audience a little bit about exactly how you're doing this? Absolutely, my, it will be my pleasure. So imagine that you go to college today and you go through all your years from your junior year, uh, you know, freshman all the way to graduation. Most people normally get at the end of the day a transcript. Some, some sort of a certificate or diploma with the things that you have done. But I have been doing a lot of career coaching lately and I just remember this young man that um, asked me, you know, how do I get a job? And um, of course, many co colleges and universities help their students, but still it's a, it's a very daunting task to come out of college and be able to find a job. And I remember asking for his resume and he showed me a resume with education at the top. And I said, no, I'm so sorry. Skills go at the top. Education goes at the bottom. So what are your skills? What do you know and are able to do? And he said, I don't know. Honestly, what are the best schools in America? And that is not to his fault. The problem is that many students go through the acquisition of knowledge, but they don't really know what they can do with it. Even though they do it, colleges and universities are places where you learn a lot and you do a lot, but all these activities are not necessarily captured in your transcript. So what we do is we encourage institutions, both K through 12 and also higher ed and community colleges, obviously in, within the higher ed spectrum to start capturing information from a, what we call learning outcomes and achievements perspective. So you get the competencies and skills not only the grades and not only what happens in the classroom, but outside the classroom or even off campus. So when you come out as a student, you can go to the job market and say, listen, I learned 
this is my critical thinking, this is my these are my communication skills, team collaboration, and all the other things that have to do with your field in a comprehensive record that is uh, really extended over what a traditional transcript would look like. And then what we do is we issue a digital wallet in the blockchain so the student can actually have a portable learning passport that they can take on to either another institution or their employers and be able to be fluent. I think this fluency when it comes down to competencies and skills is very critical. And so we are starting just having these conversations with many colleges. We already have 9 million users in the, in the world. And, um, you know, I'm super excited bringing it to the U.S. Um, from my equity perspective is, is very important uh, for any kind of institution to be able to provide that kind of added value, that kind of asset to a student before they go to the job market. Using the blockchain to help keep these records is obviously extremely novel. And is a, an example, Kiko, of the type of innovation that you're always involved in. You're always at that cutting edge, which I, I for me, has been so inspiring to watch over the years. If there's an innovative technology or methodology, especially when you connect it with education, you're helping to redefine that delivery of education. That's always been your mantra. And again, always at that cutting, bleeding edge where I like to say, how does Kiko see around the corner? How can you see around the corner? How do you see in this way? I mean, you're always prescient in terms of the work that you're doing. And this sounds incredible at Territorium. And so how have you, how have you seen this innovation, this innovation through your work as it connects with what you know we're extremely passionate about and you're extremely passionate about, which is those global goals, those 17. Let me remind the global audience, it's a drumbeat, 17 global goals unanimously agreed to, unanimously agreed to by every single member state, all 193 member states of the United Nations came together and said, these 17 goals are important. And yes, it includes the United States of America. Why and how does this innovation connect to helping to achieve goal number four, which is quality education? Even other goals like equity, because this is the deal. Every country has their own issues with education and access to education, to quality education. I remember spending time at Lumia and we were debating what quality really looks like. And what we define as quality in education at the time was that the type that will give you further access to either more education or a job or both and that is expressed in competencies and skills. So this innovation will precisely, is precisely doing that. It's, it's interesting I say will because let me tell you an anecdote, George, and you and I met many, many years ago when I was thinking about these things, but they were not a reality. And one of my um, you know, dreams back in 2012, and I wrote about this, was that students should be able to have a learning passport something that they can carry 
when they cross borders or they went cross jobs or they move from institution to institution. And I was dreaming about that because I am a, an international student myself. I was born in Spain. I became a U.S. citizen. And it's always been fascinating to me that there's all these barriers and a lot of these things have to do with the credit systems, the learning credit that you have to attain in different, um, in different geographies. But more and more competencies and skills, especially the way employers express them, are becoming more the coin of the realm. And universities and colleges know that they provide them. It's just how to express them. And so to me, when it comes down to quality, you have to be able to show that you have learned something and that you're able to do something with that knowledge. And this would allow you to do that. But then the equity part, which I think is very important, especially someone like me, you know, first generation students, immigrant in the U.S., and the, the, the key here is when an employer puts a job description out there, puts a job post, you know, looking at your comprehensive learner record or CLR, that you have those skills. It doesn't matter what, what is your name, what is your last name, whether you're Hispanic or African-American or whatever that is, many systemic disadvantages for people of color, however, a record of this kind would give you a more equitable access to jobs because you'll be able to tell the employer and bring the evidence, by the way, that you cannot tamper with in the blockchain. So I'm, uh, I'm very enthusiastic about it. And I'm also glad that you are insisting on the UN uh, Global Goals. It's such an important work. And, uh, you know, 2030 is around the corner. We have to keep working together on that. Yeah, that's true. And, and I can't thank you enough for reiterating that because it is right around the corner and we all see how fast, how fast time goes by. And there's not a lot of time, actually. It really is around the corner. As we look at, we were just at January 2020 and we were looking at this 10 year, this decade to achieve the goals. And here we are almost on 2022, Kiko. And you look in the rearview mirror and you say in certain areas, We've progressed, and in certain areas, perhaps things have become a little bit more difficult in terms of achieving these global goals. So uh, what do we do? We do exactly what you're doing. You're doubling down. You're punching a hole in the universe, to paraphrase Mr. Jobs, Steve Jobs, and you're really helping to change the world. And so as we look at you and we say, throughout your career in education, what have you seen as one of the most significant barriers to progressing toward this quality education? Right. Well, there are. Uh, that is a very difficult question to answer in just a few minutes. There are tons of systemic barriers in every country, not only in the United States. And so it, it will be very pretentious for me to answer in, in, a, in a simple way. But I think just to stay the course of this conversation, the idea that we can start measuring what people really learn and what is it that they can do with it, instead of just reducing the conversation to grades and scores and courses. 
And so when I when I was talking to this young man and, and I was talking to, to him about the skills, it was not an easy conversation because he wouldn't be able to tell me other than recite the transcript and tell me that he did this course or that course. And so if we can create fluency, and I know that you are also in, in blatant agreement, you and I are in blatant agreement on the cross-sector collaboration aspect, because this type of expression of what you know is a bridge between worlds. Education has always been criticized by employers and employers have always been criticized by education. So if we could come up with some sort of common language to express what people learn and are able to do, and we're not there yet. We, we are still, we don't have a standard way to say something, but we are moving in that direction. And so if only education and workforce could actually work better together, that will be an incredible, incredible step forward in bringing more uh, equality to job access and to education access. That's right. And, and I agree, cross-sector collaboration is so critically important and in, in truly holds the potential for solving so many of the world's most vexing issues. And I also want to bring to the attention of our global audience that when you look at the issues like quality education or eradicating poverty or uh, ending hunger and on and on. Typically, if you create a heat map, the issues and the, 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 the help that's needed and specifically in the areas where it's needed are typically the same. And so if we know where those issues are, it's incumbent upon us to help and bring the resource and the power really of cross-sector collaboration to bear to be able to do exactly what you're doing, Kiko, to be able to magnify, to implement, and to create the systemic change, in this case through technology, which holds the key for exponential impact on so many different levels. And so how have you seen, how have you seen the use of partnerships helping to progress your mission at Territorium? Super critical in so many levels <laughs> um, because we cannot help the learners or the students, but, you know, I prefer the word learners because we are all learning. We cannot help the learners if we don't act as an ecosystem. There's no such thing as, you know, someone that is isolated in the world. And there are so many different purposes for everybody. Yes, we have to live life. And, you know, Viktor Frankl would remind us that that's what really matters, right? How you learn to live your life. But at the same time, there are certain things that enable us to maximize our talent. And access to healthcare, of course, but access to education is super critical. And that cannot happen if we don't act as an ecosystem. We know how critical it has been for many families, not only to go through the crisis of the moment, like, a, like these big pandemics and, and other health crises or financial crises, but also kind of the chronic fatigue that families have because they don't have the means to 
actually uh, you know make bigger progress for the next generation and so the more we collaborate and that's why i have always applauded idea gen the more we collaborate across sectors the more we will understand each other and you know as a little joke a good friend of mine an expert in education always said you know we talk about credits in education as seat time right the time that someone spends learning but he would say we are measuring the wrong end of the student what do you mean seat time are they learning and so the more we come to agreements on what to measure and we focus on the learning the 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 outcome the result of what people learn the better we're going to be as a society and there's no question in my mind that schools have to talk to employers have to talk to healthcare providers have to talk to nonprofits and so you know bottom line when we at territorium work we work in partnership with institutions with nonprofits with funders with employers because there's no other way it's an ecosystem and we are part of it Incredible. Incredible. That's the final word, Dr. Kiko Suarez, Vice President for Higher Education and Workforce Development at Territorium. Thank you for this inspiration. Thank you for all you're doing to continually and unabashedly change and perfect the delivery of education across the planet. Now in your role as Vice President again of Higher Education and Workforce Development at Territorium. How can our global audience find out more about this incredible work that you're doing? Thank you. Well, we have a global website, Territorium.com. There's a, there's a special page for this comprehensive learner record system called CLR.Territorium.com. And then, obviously, I'm in LinkedIn, and I'm very uh, accessible there. So if people want to connect with me, uh, you can find me as Kiko Suarez in LinkedIn. But again, thank you to you, to, to your team, to you, to, to your family. Everybody's involved in IdeaGen. And the more people we get involved in this type of activity, the better the world will look for sure. Especially thanks to the work you're doing. Dr. Kiko Suarez, thank you. Thank you.